If we hear that pain signal and we just take the batteries out or we put like a Band-Aid approach, we take a medication or we just go to physio and temporarily correct it, we don't actually deal with the reason for why the nervous system is sending you that pain signal. Welcome to the Head to Heal podcast, where you'll go head over heels learning about how the body and the brain work together to either feed disease or fight it. I'm your host, Jordana Sade, certified holistic nutritionist and founder of the Mindful Clinic. With a background in nutrition, behavioral neuropsychology, and hypnosis, I'm going to walk you through the root cause of your symptoms and disordered behaviors. The body has an innate ability to heal. No one is destined for illness, and most, if not all, disorders can be reversed. Come with me as we develop a new understanding of how you can use your head to heal and truly thrive. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Head to Heal podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. We are going to be talking about something that honestly my entire business is truly built upon. And I have done a podcast episode very similar. Like I would say that's a preliminary podcast episode to this one at the very beginning. So I think it's episode two or three. It's called The Brain and the Body. But today we're really going to be talking about why pain or symptoms are actually a good thing. And ultimately, we're going to be touching on the brain and body connection. And because so many of my clients and actually just so many people that I meet in general continue to follow the same type of pattern where, you know, and this isn't a bad thing. This is just what we're, we're taught. Okay. So, you know, you have a symptom or you have pain and you go to your doctor and your doctor goes, okay, you have hip pain. Let's put you on some painkillers or let's give you a cortisol shot. And then when that doesn't work, it has to be something stronger. And then when that doesn't work, it has to be something even stronger. Or maybe even, you know, you go to a physiotherapist and the physiotherapist works it out and then it hurts again and it works it out and it hurts again. And we keep going through the same pattern because I really believe, and this isn't just has to do with pain, but this has to do with literally any symptom in the body that you can experience including mental health symptoms, but I really, really, really want to stress the connection between the brain and the body. The body does not develop anything unless the brain tells it to, right? So the most important thing that we have in our body is our nervous system. Technically, we can replace our heart. Technically, we could even replace a limb. We can replace a liver, I mean, it's not ideal, but we can replace all of these things, but you cannot replace the nervous system. And so the nervous system really then becomes one of the most important systems to focus on. And it's so interesting because, you know, especially as I dive deeper into this brain body connection and honoring my own body and really establishing a relationship between my organs and myself. There are days when I wake up and I think, you know, okay, how does my knee feel today? I typically have issues with my right knee. Or there are days when I wake up and I think, you know, I'm I'm a little bit fatigued. Like I, I can't, I don't want to go to the gym or whatever it is. But there's never a day when I wake up and I go, how is my nervous system doing? And that's because the nervous system is something that we can't see, right? And so, you know, let's say that you have crooked teeth. You're going to go to the dentist and get that dealt with. But when we have subluxations in our spinal cord or issues with our nervous system, oftentimes we don't get it adjusted or fixed. And if you can see where I'm going with this, last night, 
I went to my chiropractor. I have a new chiropractor. I love him. I'll definitely have him on the show. But our methodologies are just truly so aligned because he really believes it's not just pain relief for chiropractic care. He works on corrective care. So he really believes in a healthy nervous system literally equals healthy everything else. And when you put it into perspective like that, most of you might be thinking, well, duh, Jordana, of course, because if you've been listening to me up to this point, you know that I'm all about the nervous system and the nervous system is everything. So of course, a healthy nervous system equals a healthy body. However, more often than not, we don't really have many markers to check in with how the nervous system is actually doing. Because if we think about, okay, so first of all, let me just break this down for a second. The nervous system is not just the brain. It's not just your thoughts. It's the brain, the spinal cord, and all of the peripheral nerves that attach out from the spinal cord and into your body. And these peripheral nerves are attached to specific organs and every single cell in your body is attached to nerves, right? And so the nervous system plays a role and connects to every single organ cell thing that goes on within your body. And there's this constant communication or feedback, if you will, between the nervous system and the organ and the organ and the nervous system. It's just kind of going back and forth, back and forth. And so when we experience something like pain, pain is only 10% of what the nervous system actually does. So that means that 90% of the communication between the brain and the rest of the body is actually, I want to say pain-free, but it's, it's unsymptomatic. There's no indication that something is going wrong. And I mean, there are indications, and we'll talk about that in a moment, but it's not related to pain. And typically... When we go and seek out help, it's when we're already in pain. But what about that 90% of functionality that is not being optimized because something has gone on with the nervous system, okay? So we know that the brain and the nervous system literally control everything. So ignoring the nervous system and brain health doesn't make sense anymore. Like it just doesn't. So I I don't care if you're dealing with allergies or hip pain or digestive stuff the nervous system cannot be ignored because none of those things would have come up to fruition without the nervous system sending a signal to do that first. I always use this example, but if you're walking and you stub your toe, you don't feel that pain until the brain tells you to feel the pain, right? And remember that pain is just 10% of what is actually going on between those signals, right? And so the nervous system is required to heal, because there's this ongoing signaling and relationship between the brain and the organs. So if you were to, let's say you have hip pain and you go and you get some CBD oil, okay? So the CBD oil is going to reduce the inflammation. Now let's say that that doesn't work over time, over time, over time, and you need to use your hip, then you go to the doctor, right? So you you exhaust the natural health stuff, Then you go to the doctor. The doctor's like, okay, let's put you in physio and we'll put you on a cortisol shot. So you do those things, but the hip pain keeps coming back, right? Because what you've done here is instead of actually addressing the nervous system, you're addressing the symptom. I'm going to explain it to you like this. So imagine that you're all sleeping and your fire alarm goes off and it's like taking the batteries out of the fire alarm instead of looking for a fire, you know? So when we hear that alarm, like that pain 
just like the title of this podcast, that pain is actually trying to protect you. That pain is a good thing because it's feedback from the body telling you, hey, something is not right here. And so if we hear that pain signal and we just take the batteries out or we put like a Band-Aid approach, we take a medication or we just go to physio and temporarily correct it, we don't actually deal with the reason for why the nervous system is sending you that pain signal. Okay. And like I said, it's not pain is only 10% of it. Right. So when we think about like the autonomic nervous system or the fight or flight, the parasympathetic nervous system versus the sympathetic nervous system, there are a lot of automatic behaviors that are happening with that are governed by the nervous system. For example, your heart beating, your circulation, your digestive system, breathing. And so when I went to the chiropractor last night, he told us the story about a little boy, which ended up being him. It was such a great, great story, but little boy who was born and the doctors had to use forceps to take him out of his mother. And I actually had this with Veda. They had to use the vacuum, right? So that was the very first moment where using those forceps to pull on the neck and the spinal cord was the very first, what we call subluxation or the very first trauma to that, that spinal cord. And that child, my chiropractor, developed asthma and allergies and to the point where he couldn't really exercise. He couldn't play sports as a child. And so, cause he would have very severe asthma. And so every time he would get an asthmatic attack, he would just take a puffer, which we know is a corticosteroid. And that would temporarily fix the problem that would just put a band-aid approach. It would take the batteries out of the fire alarm, but we're never actually dealing with the reason for why the nervous system is sending the signal. Right. And so eventually long story short, he found chiropractic health. It saved his life. Now he's like a triathlon runner. He's done 15 Boston marathons. He's incredible. But I think this really highlights a beautiful picture because more often than not, when we have specific symptoms, we are not even thinking about the nervous system. Right. And so it just doesn't make logical sense for us to take the batteries out. It makes so much more sense, especially for our longevity and quite frankly, our survival for us to look for the fire and understand what that is. I'm going to tell you another story, and this is not mine. This is, again, from my chiropractor, but he was talking about his father, where his father basically, you know, he worked, and then eventually he retired, and when he retired, he started to feel all of these this pain. And so he went to the doctor, and the doctor put him on, you know, very low doses of painkillers. Eventually, that didn't work, and they put him on prednisone. And so he, you know, over the course of a few months is taking this prednisone. Eventually, he is in the hospital with liver failure and dies from liver failure. And the liver failure happened because he was on prednisone for so long. It'll destroy your liver, right? And so the solution to the problem of, you know, being in pain, developing arthritis, et cetera, actually was the thing that killed him. And the reason why I share this story with you guys was because when I heard it last night, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, this is so relative to every single thing that we do. When clients come to me and they're thinking, okay, Jordana, I need to lose weight. I'm just going to go on Ozempic. I'm like, you're literally just taking the batteries out of the fire alarm and the fire is fucking burning. And like, you got to get out of the house, babe. Like at a certain point, you know, you are going to hurt yourself because that is not the solution. 
the problem didn't start because of a lack of Ozempic. <laughs> the problem didn't start because of a lack of prednisone. The problem started because there is an imbalance or something going on in the nervous system. And the only way for the nervous system to communicate with you is to send you symptoms with specific organs. And if you ignore the symptom or you try and mute the symptom, the fire is still there. It's going to keep getting bigger and bigger, but the problem is then you're not hearing it. And that's why the title of this episode is, you know, pain is actually a good thing. Because if we are feeling pain, it means that we're receiving feedback from our nervous system, from our body telling us there's something out of balance here, right? So pain is feedback, and that's a very good thing. And when it gets ignored or we put a Band-Aid on it, the problem goes unnoticed and then eventually can lead to more serious things. And we just don't want to get in that position. And I'm not just knocking Western medicine. I'm talking natural health products too. Like, okay, you have hip pain. Are you just going to take turmeric for the rest of your life? <laughs> you know? Or are we going to understand why the nervous system is sending us this signal? And so I have a client and she had very excruciating, heavy periods for a really long time. And so she went back and forth to her doctor. They were so bad. She would throw up. It was just awful, really, really heavy bleeding. And so eventually they put her on birth control, of course. And with birth control, yes, okay, that slowed down the periods, but she was still experiencing a lot of pain when she was even ovulating now. And so eventually she went back to the doctor and the doctors found fibroids. And so the fibroids were quite large and they said to her, you know, we can take this fibroid out, but it's likely going to come back. So the best solution for you is just to have a full hysterectomy. This client was under 30 when they provided the solution of a hysterectomy. And so I tell you this story because it paints an incredible picture where we have a, a young woman who is literally in the prime of her life and especially in the prime of her reproductive ages, right? So if she wants to have a family, she can't have a hysterectomy. I mean, I mean, you can adopt and those things, but you know what I'm talking about, right? And she went in with heavy periods as a child, like as a teenager. And instead of addressing the imbalance that led to those hormonal imbalances, like instead of addressing why the hormones are out of balance, we just put birth control on top. Okay, now you're just not getting a period. Well, we muted that symptom of, hey, this is painful, there's something wrong here, and now fibroids develop. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna take the fibroid out, so now we're gonna do something surgical, but it's not enough. Let's just take out the whole fucking system. <laughs> like, let's just take it out. And that is supposed to be the solution to the problem, right? And I have lots of clients who have gone through with hysterectomies for the very same reason. But what happens to that signal? Well, the imbalance is still there. The signal doesn't go away. It just picks a new organ, right? So we actually can't be ignorant to the nervous system anymore. And so you're probably thinking right now, Jordana, how the hell do I know where, like, how do I talk to my nervous system? How do I know what's going on? How the hell do I rebalance this? What do I do to fix it, right? So I'm going to give you another metaphor to explain it. So if you, I want you to think about your kitchen, when we plug things in, the nervous system is electric. It's using electric signals throughout the body. And so very similar to if you were in your kitchen and you plugged something into the outlet, there's going to be an electric signal that is going to give that light 
light, right? So you plug a light into the outlet and the light bulb turns on. It's very, very similar to how the nervous system is actually working. And so if we have a kitchen and we are plugging in too many things in the outlets, like what's going to happen? Well, the breaker box is going to short, right? And so if we go to the breaker box and it's overwhelmed, it's there's too much stress, okay? That's what's plugging in all of those outlets or plugging in all those appliances in the kitchen is doing. It's adding stress to the electronic system. And so when there is too much stress, the breaker box shorts out. And so if we go and we just like, you know, flip on the breaker box and then turn on all the appliances again, it's gonna short out again. And then we flip on the breaker box and we turn all the appliances again, it's gonna short again. <laughs> you know, and so what we're doing is we're playing this really ridiculous game of, okay, we're just gonna temporarily fix the breaker box, when in reality, it's really the amount of appliances that are being plugged in. And so there is no one size fits all approach to this. And every single person has a completely different makeup. What is stressful for somebody else is not necessarily stressful for another. And I'm not just talking about, you know, financial stress. I'm talking about emotional stress. I'm talking about psychological stress. I'm talking about physical stress. Are we over-exercising? Are we under-exercising? Do we have too much weight on our body? Do we have a negative narrative? Do we have low self-esteem? Do we think everybody's out to get us? Do we worry too much? All of these things are literally adding stress. And then you pile on, you know, poor diet and toxins in the nervous system and then pathogens and all these other things. And like, of course, the breaker box is going to short, you know? And so this really is a holistic practice. This is a holistic approach. It's not just treating the symptom, it's understanding why the nervous system is sending the signal and understanding where the stressor is and reducing that stressful load. And in this holistic approach, everybody is different and some things are very conscious, like more often than not, we know if we're in a deep amount of financial stress, we know if we are in patterns of addiction, but some of these things are completely subconscious. Then we dig even deeper and we think, okay, why does this individual keep getting stuck in addictive tendencies? Why does this individual continually self-sabotage? Why can't this individual keep money in their bank account, right? And so why can't we attract a positive relationship? Why do we keep attracting fuckboys? toxicity in our life, you know, and that's when we start to do some of the soul work. Okay. So I'm going to leave that there for now. And I'm going to really emphasize the importance in understanding your own holistic makeup. And when I'm saying holistic, I'm not like H O L I, like my designation, a holistic nutritionist, like I'm talking about whole, like your whole body, W H O L holistic approach, the whole thing we have to look at. Because if you actually are interested in living a full life, I want you to think about what health actually means to you. Like just take a moment, okay? Close your eyes. Take a big deep breath. What does health mean to you? You don't need to overthink it. For me, health is freedom. It allows me to do anything that I desire to do. To me, health means being able to experience. It means having the autonomy, the control of my life and over my body. When you look at people who are aging and, you know, as you age, my dad is 80 and he runs or walks 10 kilometers every single day. My mom is in her mid seventies and she just had her knee replaced for the third time. You know, two very different archetypes. 
And you get to choose which one you want to fall into. When we don't have our health, we don't get to make decisions like I want to go for a run or go for a walk. You know, we want to go to Italy, but my mom can't really walk around. That's going to suck. She's from Italy. She loves that place. Right. So when you don't have your health, you don't really have much. You don't have autonomy over your life. Somebody else gets to make decisions for you. Right. And so I really want you to think about the importance of what health means to you and what that's worth to you. Can you put a price on that? Because the funny thing is, like, we can do all these things. We can go to the chiropractor. We can go to the acupuncturist. You can join MFM. You can do all these things. But at the end of the day, you and your nervous system and your brain are the only things that you need in order to thrive. It's your brain, your nervous system that actually heals itself. Your nervous system is the amount of potential that it has is unlimited. It can do anything. You can attract millions and millions of dollars. You can attract the best business. You can attract optimal health just by learning how to optimize your nervous system and wiring it for success, right? So if you are actually interested in getting to the root and understanding your nervous system and how it interacts with the body and the mind and the soul, I highly suggest you come to our live event. It is the top health and wellness event in the fall this Toronto. We're hosting it at one hotel. There's so much information online. We'll put the links in the show notes because ultimately like it's significantly cheaper for you to come to a one day event where all like foods included, everything, it's going to be insane. And that's what we're doing in this event. We're teaching you how to reprogram the mind, how to heal the body and connect to the soul. And when everything is in balance like that, we're not short circuiting the system, you know, and then you're able to really live at your highest potential. Okay. We are almost sold out. Payment plans are available. I'll put the links in the show notes, but I really just wanted to help you guys understand today how important pain and symptoms are and how we never want to ignore them and how they're actually a good thing. Because when we stop feeling them, that often means that we're numbing that part of us and then things are going on in the background that we're not aware of. And so we actually do want that direct feedback from the organs to the nervous system. Okay. I love you guys so much. If you like this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe and I'll see you back in another episode of the Head to Heal podcast. Bye.